This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Inside Hong Kong with Claire Huang on Money FM 89.3. This is Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly, and now it's time for Inside Hong Kong with Claire Huang, the Straits Times correspondent in the territory. And every week she joins us to give us an update and analysis on news out of the territory. And Claire, it's been a very busy week for you. Yes, it's been a roller coaster right this week, Rachel. Well, Claire, so first off, let's start off because I know you were out to grab a copy of Apple Daily today. It has ended its circulation. The last issue was out. Can you tell us more about the latest developments and what might happen next? Well, Rachel, the popular tabloid that's in broadsheet size right, made its final appearance on newsstands in Hong Kong today after running for 26 years. So Apple Daily apologized to its readers in a farewell note in the paper for not meeting their expectations. And, uh, you know, they also said that it was a painful decision because uh, but it had to be made because uh, there were concerns for the safety of its workers and manpower considerations. So uh, the paper's um, uh, a former associate publisher, Chan Kui Man, thanked the readers in the note. Uh, you know, she thanked them for their support and the staff for being unwavering. The ending of all operations of the paper that had 600 employees mm. and its parent company, Nix Digital, you know, uh, came after the authorities froze 18 Hong Kong million dollars. There's about um, 3.1 million Sing dollars of the group's assets. Now, this was part of the national security investigations linked to collusion with foreign forces and for calling sanctions uh, for sanctions on Chinese and Hong Kong officials. So last uh, last week, last Friday, we have had um, Apple Daily's last editor in chief, Ryan Law, arrested. Uh, you know, uh, for conspiring. His, the allegation is for conspiring uh, to collude with uh, foreign forces to endanger national security. Uh, he was arrested with four other people, and uh, two of them are now in remand. Okay, those who those two, including um, the former uh, editor in chief, uh, you know, uh, who were charged. Uh, now face the prospect of life imprisonment. So then you had, uh, that was the same morning, the five people arrested, was the same morning as the 500 officers who raided Apple Daily's mm. Chong office. So um, you had a sixth person who was arrested um, yesterday morning. Uh, he is a 55-year-old. Uh, his name is Yong Chi King. He writes under another name called Li Ping. Um, and he was a columnist at Apple Daily. Uh, it's understood that a seventh person, a reporter, was also hauled in. Claire, can you tell us what the response has been to this announcement? Well, dozens turned up in the rain together outside the office in Chong Kwan to show support for Apple Daily last night. They beamed handphone lights, cheered the staff in solidarity, and were met with tears and gratitude. Uh, staff gave out copies of the paper that was fresh off the press. Other supporters went to newsstands later to buy a copy. So um, they were queuing at 2 a.m. Till 2 a.m. they were queuing at, at a Mong Kok newsstand that's among the first to get the paper. Uh, and in the late morning, um, when I walked around to uh, Central, uh, convenience stores ran out of the paper, but uh, people lined up in the rain at a, one of the newsstands to wait for more copies to be delivered. 
Um, a common theme that came through in my interviews with the locals was that they didn't necessarily agree with the tabloid's position, uh, but they enjoyed differences in opinions and the freedom to read these commentaries. And they liked the paper because it stood for something that was daring, they said, and unabashedly outspoken in criticizing the government and exposing political scandals. What uh, this means now is that, uh, as in the words of uh, Chinese universities, uh, journalism professor Clement So told local media, Apple Daily shut down means that the expression of strong criticism in society is practically gone. Uh, and it's uncertain whether other publications can fill the void. And in my conversation with um, Professor Keith Richberg of the Hong Kong University, he will tell you that Apple Daily was controversial. It was brash. It was funny. It was irreverent. And it often went way too far over the top in its sensationalism, but it was well-loved. And more importantly, um, the jury is still out there on whether the government and police are singling out Apple Daily alone or targeting the media more broadly in what would be, you know, stifling of press freedom. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. Now, Claire, in other news out of Hong Kong as well this week, the city's first trial under the national security legislation imposed by Beijing started. Do we have details on how the hearing was conducted? Well, a protest slogan came under the spotlight on the first day of the trial of Tong Ying Kit, who allegedly drove his motorcycle into police offices in Wan Chai on July 1st last year. Uh, that's one day after the national security law came into effect. Um, and he, he was, uh, he's accused of flying the flag that said, liberate Hong Kong, revolution of our times. Uh, and that's in, in Chinese. Um, the 24-year-old had pleaded not guilty to uh, inciting cessation and terrorism, as well as alternative charge of dangerous driving causing uh, bodily harm. So the prosecution's argument is that the slogan refers to Hong Kong independence. Uh, Liberate Hong Kong has the meaning of recovering um, the territory from enemy hands and by extension, the words meant that uh, the territory is not part of China and view China as enemy. Revolution of our times, meanwhile, has the meaning of rejecting the governance of China and um, Hong Kong. So, um, you know, the prosecution is saying that the meaning of attempting to replace the current uh, regime or so social system is also there. Uh, in total, we're going to have 22 witnesses who are expected to testify in the 15-day-long trial. Now, Claire, Taiwan has denounced Hong Kong after officials were expelled in the One China Row. What does this mean for ties with Taiwan? Well, essentially, they have rocky ties, right? Um, so in a statement released on Sunday, the island's uh, mainland affairs council said the decision came because of unreasonable political conditions the Hong Kong government had imposed on its staff's work visas. So basically what happened was the staff members were asked to sign a statement to support Beijing's view that Taiwan is part of one China in order to be granted a work visa. I think um, this was always, uh, you know, the worsening of ties was always writing on the wall. Um, because last month, uh, Hong Kong suspended operations at its representative office in Taiwan, uh, accusing authorities there of gross interference in Hong Kong's internal affairs, uh, and also, you know, that Taiwan was offering assistance to violent protesters. Uh, these are all, all accusations that Taiwan rejected. And then Macau, uh, Macau's government also suspended operations at, uh, at the office in Taiwan. Okay, Claire. Well, that's a lot of lot of updates for us. But lastly, before we let you go, can you give us a quick update on what's happening on the COVID nineteen front? 
Well, overnight, there was a mini lockdown in Taipo in the new territories after health authorities, you know, uh, found a possible COVID patient. He has been... Um, the 27-year-old man in question is an airline ground staff who has tested positive for a mutant strain of COVID-19. Uh, so therefore, Hong Kong's 16-day streak without an untraceable uh, COVID-19 case has been snapped. Um, and, uh, you know, without sounding uh, the alarms, though, um, a specialist in respiratory medicine, Leong Shi Chu, um, says that, you know, it warns that it could be the start of a fifth wave of local infections, but the situation remains to be seen for now. Okay, well, Claire, thank you for all those updates and for joining us again today. Thank you very much, Rachel, and stay safe. Likewise, we've been speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Like us and rate us.